Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. Uh, joining me live via Skype, because we are doing this Corona style, my good buddy Mookie. Mookie, how you feeling tonight, bud? I'm hanging in there, my man. I'm hanging in there. Uh, and I miss not having you in the studio. This is very strange. It's very weird. Uh, we're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. Uh... But yeah, uh, this is this is craft free sports. We're gonna get drunk. We're gonna take people's minds off of what's going on in the world, uh, and 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 we're hunkered down. So uh, join in, share the show, help us out. Uh, lots to get to tonight. As with no sports, I was surprised with how much sports news was happening. Uh, it was kind of bizarre. I was, dude. The NFL don't stop. It really doesn't. Nobody. <laughs> it started off. I was like, well, I guess we could talk about some. Some kind of, I don't know, we'll figure something out. And the next thing I know, it's like, oh, that's right. NFL free agency is still a thing and uh, they don't care. And they haven't. It's just been crazy news. So we'll get into all the free agency, uh, the, the quarterback carousel that went around. Did you see all the quarterback signings? Like it's been nothing but quarterback signings. Uh, let's see here. There was Tannehill. There was Brady. There whoa, was whoa, whoa. Hunter let's not give it all away in the first three seconds of the show, bro. <laughs> Man, I'm giving you answers over here. No filter. No filter. We will get to all of those uh, breakdowns uh, here in a minute. We're also going to play a new game uh, that, that I came up with because it, it, there is weirdness with Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. Uh, so I want to find out just how weird that is, if it's as weird as I think it is, because I think that's going to be bizarre to see next season. Uh, so we, we will talk about just how weird Tom Brady and Tampa Bay is. Uh, before we get to all that, though, let's talk about this beer that we are drinking tonight. Well, that I'm drinking tonight because Drew is... Drew. <laughs> this is First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you, everybody. Uh, dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You can drink from a bat just like we do here on the show. Uh, no need to use a link or a code. I do that every time. No need to use a code. Just use that link, dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Get yourself a bat. Uh, get yourself a baseball bottle opener. It'll get you through until baseball season starts. Uh, it'll make you feel like baseball season's here, even though it's not. Uh, by the way, Scott is saying uh, the UC flag is skirting, is hurting his eyes. So you need to make that change for next week, Mookie. Well, then you need to send me a Xavier flag. <laughs> Uh, also, Matt Barr is not digging the close-up on both of us. Uh, he, he wants like a Goodyear blimp camera angle. So Don't we'll, blame him. We'll work on that for next week, I guess. Uh, anyways, dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Drink from a bat just like we do here on the show. This hey. week's beer, uh, as I vamp a little bit. You got something there? You, I'm just going to say, you know what? At least we showed up, man. We're here. We are here, man. Uh, that's here. That's more than a lot of people could say. A lot of people would just be like, nah, we're, we're in cancel. We're gonna. You know how, 
public depends on us. We're going to turn this lemon into lemonade. That's what we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> before we do that, though, we're going to drink some Quilter's Irish Death from Iron Horse Brewing. This is uh, out of Ellensburg, Washington, a 7.8% ABV beer. Uh, the flavor profile, this is what they say. They say this is not a stout, not a porter, not a strong ale, which I'm like, then what the hell is this beer? Like, you, they, the fact that like the brewery was just like, this is what it's not. You figure it out. We have no idea. Uh, but this has tons of malts, gives it that beer candy flavor is what they call it. Uh, and they say, quote, smooth enough to session, but too strong to do so. 3.9 caps on untapped. Uh, this obviously, you know, with St. Patty's Day yesterday, this was the choice to go to today. Quilter's Irish Death. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, Mookie? Uh, let's see here. So I went I went deep into the beer fridge. Thankfully, that thing is well stocked, yet it's like one or two of all this random shit we've had for months. But uh, tonight I'm starting off with a little, a little bit of Founders... All day IPA. All day IPA. Good choice. Good IPA. choice. All these session nails. So shout out to founders. I also want to give a shout out to Lagunitas rocking their uh, their custom uh, puppy dog <laughs> mug over here. Another quality uh, craft beer out of Chicago. So that's, that's what I'm working with over here. Oh, and of course, you know, because one is clearly not going to be enough. I mean, you can't go wrong. Got to right? go Natty Light. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> you know, craft brewed uh, crap is what you're drinking. <laughs> It's got booze in it. It'll get me through as best as possible. Like, hey, you know, this is where we're at today, folks. <laughs> well, uh, initial uh, tastings for me on this Quilter's Irish Death. Dude, this beer is so good. I, I will definitely save you some. We'll sterilize the cans so that you can have one uh, and it's safe for you to drink. But, man, this is so smooth. It is. It's so weird how they, the way they described it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a stout. It's not a porter. It's not. A, I don't know what it is. It's just good. <laughs> like that's the best way to describe this beer. Right, we're just here for good. Right, we're uh, people in the world today. So, like you know, bring a little good to us. Uh, and it is, it is really good. Uh, Quilter's Irish Death from Iron Horse Brewing in Ellensburg, Washington. We will see how this one holds up. I think it's pretty clear how this one's gonna hold up. I'm gonna like it. Uh, Drew, how's your founders all day gonna hold up? Oh, it's gonna be great. I, Founders is a go-to. Every time I check into it, I'm like, "Oh, damn! I've checked into this before." It's and like it's been like six times now. Uh, <laughs> love this beer. Like I, I give it a four point five out of five, just because you know I, the, the four, the four seven five and the five are rare, very, very far and few. Between. Oh, you hold back those ratings. I do. I okay. have a very high bar. I have high standards. Hang on to that one second. Uh, one more time, shout out to our sponsor, Dugout Mugs, for first first pour. Uh, again, 10% off your order at dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Uh, so what is a beer that you have had that you've given a five-star rating or a five-cap rating to on uh, on Untapped? So when I was younger and I was, you know, immature and, and unwise, I, uh, I actually made Guinness my first five-star rating because at the time I was like, Guinness... Guinness is a quality beer. That is the top of the mountain. There is no other like it because we were broke as hell. And so like when you did Guinness, it was like a special occasion. So um, I don't know if I've given another five-star rating since then. Like, so now you got me curious. Guinness but... is the first and only five-star rating you've given on Untapped. Yep. Bro, that's crazy. Uh, John, shout out to John. I feel so bad. John uh, was supposed to, he's not here tonight. He was supposed to go to Vegas, but oh. Vegas closed down. Uh, so him and his wife uh, did not go on their vacation and uh, to not bet on March Madness. Uh, but he, he wants to know uh, about burger. Where's your burger beer? Uh, where's where's that rank on Untapped? Uh, oh, God, I'm a liar. I've rated 
five apparently. How many you were breaking up there? Um, I've rated I've rated nine beers as a five point So let's see here. We got Guinness, okay. Left Hand Brewing, Milk Stout Nitro. That's a good I stand choice. By that. That's a very good rating. Um, that's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> Coffee Please Stout Fifty West. Um, Widowmaker Black Ale, Kiwani Brewing Company. That was in twenty fourteen, and then Breckenridge Vanilla Porter. That's good. That's a good rating. I'll give you. I'll give you props for the five star on that one. No pun intent. No pun needed. Blank slate. And then Great Lakes Christmas Sale. Wow, Great Lakes Christmas Sale gets a five capper. Okay, all right. Well, every time I have them, I have a good time because I only remember the first beer, and it's amazing, and everything <laughs> else just disappeared. So yeah. <laughs> oh shit! The Reds tested positive. Yeah, there was somebody from the the Reds training staff that tested positive, so they were they were quarantining anybody who was still in Arizona, like Trevor Bauer, organizing uh, wiffle ball games, and then uh, they were gonna test a, a bunch of players that were still there. You know, crazy. I, but I, I give them props for that. But anyway, sorry, dude. Well, let's what back what yeah. happened? Yeah, let's let's stop for a second and go back a week. So we finished our show last week, and the whole episode was like, "Wow, they might have March Madness without any fans, and that's going to be weird if there's no fans in the in the stadium." And literally two minutes after we get off the air, Rudy Gobert tests positive for coronavirus. The NBA cancels the rest of the season, and then every domino fell, and there is just no more sports. Dude, you're right. It's literally it's been a week. Yeah, I, I, it's insane to me. Essentially, this has all happened in seven days and like, in like two hours. Yeah, exactly. And and the world has completely changed. Like businesses are shutting down. Uh, like the fact I I mentioned casinos in Vegas. When have you ever seen a casino in Vegas shut down? I don't think that's ever happened before. Uh, Disney World is closed. Disney World doesn't close for hurricanes. Well, they definitely don't know because God knows not to mess with Disney World. He knows better. <laughs> but like, shouldn't the casinos have stayed open, just locked their doors and not let anyone out? Because think about it. Think about the average age of people in those casinos. They're worse off out in the real world as opposed to in the casino where they're pumping O2. They're That's bringing snacks to them. Like, they should have just left everyone in there. And figured out some sort of like, nah, they would never do free play, but every slot's a penny slot. And you just all the eye. <laughs> and if so, oh, okay, yeah. It's not late in the night late enough in the night to get that aggressive where I was about to go. So we'll just move on. Okay, fair enough. Um all right, but uh so everything is is gone, everything's on hold right now. Uh actually Josh commented on the Facebook live feed and thank you, Josh, for for chiming in. He said COVID nineteen gonna end NFL season before it even starts. There were people who were saying like with the all of the the CBA talk, like why even sign this? Because this could end up uh ruining the season anyway. So, you know, take the season off and and get for a look for a better deal next year. Like absolutely bananas, all the, the stuff that's happened oh, between now. Oh, please end the, end the season. Here's the thing, man. I'm sitting here watching football games from 2011. I watched once, probably twice already, and I'm about to watch them a third time. Like, football ain't going to stop because people are going to tune in. They're they're not shutting down the season. Let's not go crazy here. Dude, they might have to. They might have to. Wait, do you think the NFL uh, – we, we already know WrestleMania is going to be in an uh, empty stadium. Do you think the NFL would ever play in an empty stadium? I mean – no, because like the first game's in August, <laughs> dude. That's not that far away. I mean, if this doesn't, if if things don't change, that's very yeah, real that they're still pushing this out. 
Yeah, but now you're making me count. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's March. August is the eighth month. We're in the third. That's like five months, give or take. I feel like if nothing else, we're playing football games. It may be empty stadiums. I doubt it. But, like, because here's, here's the real deal, right? Either we get a handle on this shit in the next five months, we're all gone anyways. <laughs> Who cares? That's terrifying to think about. Uh, Robert Taylor saying after the moves that the Cardinals made, he wishes Scott was still on the show. Uh, yeah, Scott would have some major feelings about that. Uh, and then John saying he's never had a five cap on untapped. That. That's insane. Chime in below. Comment on the live stream. Uh, shoot us a text to the drunk line, 44037-DRUNK. What is your top five-cap beer that you've ever had on Untapped? Uh, Matt Barr agreeing with you saying casinos are the anti-cesspool. It doesn't make sense, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, and then John also saying the NFL doesn't stop for anything, and he's 100% right because NFL mm-hmm. free agency was bananas. So what I want to do right now, let's uh... – Before we shift there, I got to call you out on this because I held back on one of my five caps because I was embarrassed when I saw it. Oh, dude, never and hold back. Never hold then back. Then I started scrolling through it to figure out how to change it away to like fix my mistake before anyone notices. And then I see that one Mike Berlon also gave Not Your Father's Root Beer a five cap. Dude! Okay, hang on. First of all, first of all, my first experience with Not Your Father's Root Beer, and the reason why it got a five capper was my first experience with that was in Chicago, and it was 10% ABV. So I, te- I told the waitress, I was like, I'll get, a, I'll get this Not Your Father's Root Beer. Let me try that. She brings it to me. I took a sip, and I was like, wait a second. Uh, I wanted the one with booze in it. And she was like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. I've also had it as a uh, uh, root beer float, not your father's root beer float. Whew, that's a fantastic choice. Yeah, so you've you've actually consistently rated this thing five stars like one, two, three, four, four times. So I'll give you credit for consistency on that one, my friend. <laughs> that's because most of the time I don't change. You know how it like auto-populates your last rating? I'm just like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. But I, mm-hmm. It takes a lot for me to change it. Yeah. Imagine that. User behavior. Predictable. (laughs) All right. Let's talk this NFL free agency. Uh, The free agency period started. And what I want to do right now is I want to take a little trip on the QB carousel. So this has been a crazy week, right? I'm glad I didn't tell you about that beforehand. Uh, Crazy week in, in QB free agency in particular. Uh, We all knew that Tom Brady was the big name. People were trying to figure out where he was going to go. I don't think anybody had Tampa Bay as like, did you think Tom Brady was going to end up in Tampa Bay? Not at all. Like, I think I'd heard a couple dudes say it on the radio, but like they don't have a great offensive line, right? No, they, they don't. They're, they're Tampa Bay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Like he's going to get murdered. He's well, and, and here's the crazy thing too, to me that I don't really understand. Like I, Unless nobody else was offering him much money, the, I feel like Tom Brady doesn't need the money. So, like, wouldn't you go to a contender? Wouldn't you go to somewhere where it's like, I've got two years left, this is my last shot at this, I'm going to go somewhere where I can win a ring. And that's not Tampa Bay. Well, I was going to say, did you see Did you see the poll I had in the Skype thread? And then I realized that only the two of us can see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, it's a pretty simple question. Did Giselle pick Tampa? Mm. Or, okay, but why? That, why just that Tampa's where old people go, you know, when it's their time. That might be it. it if you're going to retire to Florida, they're going to go, like, close to Orlando. I think Tampa's, like, an hour and a half away from Orlando. So they were like, well, let's just go down there. It'll be fine. 
Tom Brady just doing the old retirement village thing. God, there needs to be another Hulu commercial with that in it. Like with him like on his front lawn talking to Herb next door as they're getting their papers. Oh, that bingo last night, huh? I swear I thought I was going to get that one. But then, uh... John pointing out... John pointing out Bruce Arians as the reason, and I know people have mentioned that Bruce Arians and the and Tom Brady that tie is the reason why Tom Brady went there, but it still doesn't make sense to me. I mean, thirty million a year—that's a decent paycheck, so I get that. But again, you don't have a shot. Like, there's no way Tom Brady in Tampa Bay is winning a ring. So unless he's just like, all right, I'm content with what I've already won. I'll just take this last thirty million dollars a year for two years and then retire and be done. That's the, but that that seems like such a weird way to go out, right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because it is it a two-year deal? I believe it's a – well, I think everybody's assuming it's going to be two years before he retires. Because he, he said he wants to play until he's 45. He's 43 now. So he's he's likely done after two. It's, you're right. It just doesn't make sense. It's going to be boring. He's going to get knocked around. Uh, it's it's going to diminish his uh, legacy. How like, much no, do you think it? How much do you think it diminishes his legacy? Because right now, like everybody says, Brady and Belichick are tied. Like they're they're tied together. You can't have one without the other. So if Belichick goes on and wins the Super Bowl with like Andy Dalton, and Brady wastes away in Tampa Bay for the next two years, does that diminish Brady and elevate Belichick, or are they still kind of on that even footing? No, I, I guess I, I don't mean it diminishes his athletic accomplishments it just kind of you know takes a little shine off his star you know what i mean like the dude is first ballot hall of famer he is the best qb all time fight me um like there's just there's no denying that part of it it's just it's like he's not going to go out because here's our so when comfortable right that celebrity for a while because of how he went out if tom goes when tom goes to tampa and just farts all over with bruce it's just going to, everyone's be like, all right, cool. Just like, get on out of here. We're ready for the next. Like that, that's what I'm saying. When I mean, it diminishes his legacy. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I definitely think it diminishes his legacy. Right. I, I, I think we're all going to look at this like, Tom, why would you, why would you go that route? And then my, my follow up question then is what happens to Jameis? He got that LASIK for nothing, dude. No, he got that for his next franchise. <laughs> the really next place he's going to throw 30 interceptions for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they'll be so well thrown and aimed <laughs> that like the DB will be able to catch it in stride and just go straight to the end zone. It'll be so much easier to convert that. So many yeah. more pick sixes. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. Where do so you think Jameis it, ends up? Do you think he he stays in Tampa? Or do you think he's uh, he's on the move somewhere? Well, I mean, we're what, what landing spots we got, right? I mean, Detroit could use someone to, to fill in for Stafford, but they'd want to go young. Uh, Washington seems up in the air, but they're at the top of the draft. Uh, Chicago, Chicago just got their quarterback in Nick Foles. Right, right. How do you feel if you're a Bears fan? Like, all right, we finally traded to get rid of Trubisky. Oh, it's Nick Foles. Damn it. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. They're sitting there saying, God, like, I can't believe that this douche on keeping the Cavalry or whatever is actually the guy I want to be my quarterback. <laughs> like, they miss Jay Cutler. <laughs> They need the cut lip. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's here's our other QB carousel news. Phillip Rivers goes to the Colts. He's getting $25 million a year. That seems like a lot of money to pay Phillip Rivers, um, especially if you're the Colts. That's kind of crazy to pay old man Rivers. And it's weird, too, to go from Jacoby Brissett to Phillip Rivers because right. I, I don't know how much that, that 
playstyle translates directly. But it doesn't translate that, at all. Yeah. I like Brissett, man. I wanted to see him get a shot and kind of ride that out for another year or two at least, but... I wanted him to get more uh, more exposure just so that his tweets catch more fire, because good lord, that's some weird shit, that Twitter timeline. That's a bizarre trip down a rabbit hole, Jacoby Brissett's Twitter handle. I'll have to look that up. Oh, man, it's it's fantastic. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to Carolina. He gets a three-year deal that's worth nearly $60 million. Uh, they're trying to trade Cam now. Uh, so where's Cam end up now that Bridgewater is the guy in Carolina? Uh, he will end up in camp with Jameis. <laughs> okay. I don't know where, but they're just they're going to end up in camp together, like competing against one another, just because that way they can create a reality series and follow them through. Uh, kind of like uh, what is it, a hard knock style? Yeah. <laughs> be able to sell that because both of them are going to need money in about I don't know week two of the foot the the regular season. Jeff is saying Jameis to Carolina, which would be interesting if Jameis goes to Carolina and then sits behind Teddy Bridgewater. That seems like a an interesting combo to have there in, in Carolina. Jameis goes where? To Carolina? Yeah. Uh but but Teddy Bridgewater's there, so I don't I don't see Jameis going to Carolina. Uh Matt Barr yeah. saying Jameis to the Chargers. That one kind of makes sense. I could see that one happening. I can see that move. This carousel is crazy, though. Also, John uh, John chiming in saying that uh, Philip Rivers and his kids cannot be in the same room uh, with the recent government restrictions. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that's better than Jacoby Brissett's Twitter account. <laughs> this is very boring. It is? Oh, then he cleaned it up after he became a starter. Because as a backup, he had some of the dumbest tweets. We did a segment on the show once before. Uh, yeah. Jacoby Brissett's Twitter or a guy, a stoner you went to high school with. And you couldn't really tell the difference between the two. Uh, all right, a couple more. I think I just had to scroll far enough back. Because back in July, he goes, man, who coined the saying a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's? Yeah. How'd they come up with this information? <laughs> That's about it. That's uh, that's when he was smoking some weed. When he was the backup, he was like, nobody's testing me. It's fine. I can lightning do it. I want. In the same place twice. How does lightning know where it is struck? Who created the phrase? Dude, you're right. This guy's deep. <laughs> uh, all right, we also got Drew Brees going back with New Orleans. Uh, two years, $50 million there. No surprise to me on that one. That's, I mean, that seems like a, a no-brainer. The yeah. crazy one, though, was Tannehill to the Titans. Uh, back with the Titans, $30 million a year. Would you ever pay Ryan Tannehill $30 million a year? I mean, isn't that average now? It like, is, but nope. it's Tannehill. But, I think he threw for 130 yards in the playoffs last year. All right, all right, how about this? <laughs> like, total. Over, hey, he still had to snap the ball, right? <laughs> he Mike sometimes. <laughs> Because, you know, the center was making 70% of those protection calls. Um, all right, over under, though, does Andy Dalton get paid more than Tannehill? Oh, man, that's tough. I mean, um, I'm, willing to go, I'm willing to go, like, AAV or uh, whatever. Um, I don't know what AAV stands for. Well, let's, value, whatever. Where do, you think, where do you think Dalton ends up? Where do you think the Bengals move him to? Because, like, right now, the front runner is the Patriots. Yeah, actually, hold on. Did they exercise their option then? I have not been listening to Sports Talk at all, because what the hell is there to listen Dalton to? Dalton was still under contract this year. Like, I think this was the final year of his contract. So they're they're able to trade him, which is what they'll likely do 
to give him a shot. It's almost out of respect to Dalton of like, listen, we're going to give you a shot to go somewhere else and be the starter because we're going to draft Burrow and that's going to be our guy. Uh, so rather than doing the, all right, you come for one last year and, and do it, they're going to get rid of him and let him go somewhere where he wants to go. Ooh, that's tough. See, the trade angle makes it more difficult too, right? Right. Because someone has to be willing to give up something for him. Not much, though. I mean, the trade value just isn't that great. Like, I, I could see the Patriots coming in with like, yeah, we'll give you a sixth rounder. And Mike Brown being like, great, I'm on board. I got it right here. I got the answer. Ready okay. It's going to be a situation where the Cowboys franchise Dak. They did, yeah. Like, I ain't having it. He holds out. <laughs> and then when they need an actual quarterback to take snaps and the season comes around, <laughs> they trade the Bengals for Andy Dalton. And he, uh, in Dallas. You want to talk about uh, play calling not matching up. <laughs> they they tag Dak. He's going to get $26 million guaranteed, which is, uh, you know, way less than what he's he's turned down already. Because I think he turned down like a $33 million deal or something like that. Uh, so he's gotten tagged. That would be interesting to see Dalton in Dallas. Ugh. <sighs> Give him a chance, man. You don't know what he's capable of. I don't know what he's capable. Well, I do. He's he's had a couple years where he's had a good line, and then Vontez Perfect and Pac-Man Jones ruined it for him. Yeah. Uh, last last quarterback yeah. signing in the carousel that we were going to talk about is Marcus Mariota getting signed by the Raiders. The Raiders now have two backup quality quarterbacks competing for their starting job. Uh, I'm sure Gruden is knocking on wood, really excited about this one. Who wins that job out of Mariota and Derek Carr? Are Tygo's the incumbent? I don't know, man. Who cares? <laughs> that's oh, that's going to be such awful football to watch. Uh, like Marcus Mariota is the antithesis of like the modern college quarterback, and John Gruden is the exact opposite of that. Like that ain't going to work at all. No, it's it's terrible. And again, you your two quarterbacks now in in uh, Las Vegas are. Marcus Mariota, who is more of a, a mobile type quarterback, and Derek Carr, who reminds me of Bernie Kosar, where it's just like, yeah, I, I ain't very mobile. This ain't happening, bro. Yeah. Why would I need to move off this spot? I can throw the ball 60 <laughs> yards. It's fine. Uh, John's saying uh, that Andy does have one year left on his contract at $17 million. Scott saying Dalton to Miami? Question mark. That could be interesting. I mean, I know Miami's likely going to draft Tua. So if they draft Tua, they're going to need a vet to play for a little bit and, and let Tua relax, heal up, learn the game, get up to speed. So that could make a little sense there, Dalton going to Miami. They also have a ton of picks in this draft. I'd be okay with the Bengals getting some of those picks. Oh, you're talking about Miami. Yeah. Yeah, Bengals could use those picks. I mean, they need them, They need frankly. all the picks. Like, if the Bengals picked 1 through 32, that might get them up to 8-8 eight and eight next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like exactly where Mike Brown wants them, right? Just middle right, of the pack. Just middle of the pack. Little bit of hope. Like, get people coming. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was a good trip on the carousel, man. That was, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that music, music got all maddening. That mu- I was going to say that music got old real fast. Uh, I don't know how carnival workers do it without shooting somebody because uh, I'd lose it. Who was it? Who do you think won the best? quarterback uh pick or signing this offseason who who made the best call 
I really, well, I mean, Breeze Sand in New Orleans is like a no-brainer, but uh, as far as ones that are like outside the box where you actually had to like put effort into the move, Teddy Bridgewater to Carolina is really intriguing. That's like, the one I, I like too. Legs there, yeah. Um, because you you put him with uh, what's his name? Uh, that little kid that tore up Notre Dame's defense, um, McCaffrey. You put him with McCaffrey. They've got some decent guys on the outside, but I feel like Teddy can help make them better. Um, but he's got a little escapability. Like I think that could be a really good match. That defense just needs to get better. It could definitely be a good match. I I hope Bridgewater does good there. I mean, he did well. He he did well in New Orleans when Breeze was hurt. So I I think it's he could end up being a. I would I would agree. That's my sleeper pick, uh, for for this quarterback, uh, free agency. Uh, you know, the rest of it, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> oh, that cornerback got cut. Oh, that defensive tackle got signed. Sweet. Right. Right. The only other big news was DeAndre Hopkins getting traded for Which is so bizarre. Peanuts. Ah, that it's crazy. It's crazy. The reasoning did you see what Mike Lurvin said the reasoning on that was? I dude, I haven't read shit all week. Let me tell you what. All right, I'll tell you about that here in one second. But first, before we do that, we want to give a shout out to More Labs, our sponsor. Uh, they are the makers of morning recovery. If you have a lot of drinks and you need to wake up the next day. Like on St. Patrick's Day, when you drink a whole bottle of whiskey by yourself because you're stuck in your house and there's nowhere to go, uh, be sure to check out More Labs. You can get 20% off your order at morelabs.com by using the code SPORTS. Uh, they have miracle products. It's money back guaranteed. It legit got me through uh, St. Patrick's Day. This morning, I I woke up feeling perfectly fine, exhausted because I didn't go to bed till 2.30 in the morning, but uh, literally after an entire bottle of Jameson, Feeling fantastic this morning. Morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Uh, (laughs) They said there was a doctor in uh, Belarus, maybe, that said hard liquor could fight it. That could be the cure. Never know if you don't try, right? So I want to know, how green was your poop today? Uh, Zero, because I don't drink green beer. I had Guinness and Jameson. That's disappointing. (laughs) How green was your poop? I I didn't get to have any beer last night. Wow, that's even more disappointing. <laughs> Tell me about it. We had a whole bunch of bourbon and beer downstairs. Like it wasn't like it wasn't available. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what I was saying before, Michael Irvin said that the reason why Hopkins got traded was because him and Bill O'Brien had a falling out. Apparently, O'Brien called him in for an interview or for a meeting and was like, "Listen, the last time I had to have a meeting like this was with Aaron Hernandez," and. Hopkins what? was like, yeah, exactly. Hopkins was like, why are you associating me with Aaron Hernandez? Uh, and then he was talking about how he doesn't like how Hopkins baby's mamas hang around. And like, uh, Hopkins was done with it. Now Hopkins has come out and refuted this claim from Irvin, but I feel like there's gotta be a nugget of truth to that. Right. Cause you don't just trade Deandre Hopkins, uh, for, uh, an aging running back for yeah, nothing. Right. It was, it was basically a one for one swap. And the Texans moved up to two rounds in the 2020 draft. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to count that 2021 fourth pick. Like, who cares? Fourth pick, you're probably cut. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. right? But That's... still, at the same time, like, if you're Bill O'Brien, like, you need talent, bro. Like, Yeah. It's like, like OB, <laughs> listen, man. This is not going to do it for you. You're in deep shit losing a guy like Hopkins. And you know you know, like everybody in that locker room has to be like, "What the? What are you doing, man?" 
Well, and who are they running? So they what? They got they got Deion or what? They got uh, David Johnson, who's always hurt now. And who are their other running backs then? I don't know. Carlos Hyde, I guess, was there last year. I mean, and here's the other question. How does Deshaun Watson feel about this? Dude, Watson's got to be furious. Watson has to be, and and you're pissing off, yeah, that's the problem. You're pissing off your franchise quarterback by getting rid of Hopkins. That's a terrible move, man. Dude, and they better have Watson's ass signed for at least another three years, because if he's signed for anything less, he's not coming back. (laughs) It's going to be one of those, listen, it's either me or O'Brien. You you make your choice. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. I'll win the division and then bow out early in the playoffs every single year. You know what? Bill O'Brien would have been the perfect coach uh, for Mike Brown. Yeah, you would have. He definitely would have been Mike Brown's go-to choice there. All right, let's do a, let's do a new game here, man. Uh, This is a game that I'm going to call loser walks. What we're going to do on this because Tom Brady is going to Tampa Bay. uh, TB and TB is very strange to see Tom Brady, not in a Patriots uniform. And we asked this on our Facebook page and on Twitter. We wanted people to vote and see which is weirder. uh, Tom Brady, not as a Patriot or Joe Montana, not as a 49er. Those were, uh, those were our choices that we had, had put up there. Um, so overwhelmingly, people voted that Tom Brady, not as a Patriot, is weirder than Joe Montana, not as a Niner. I think that's an interesting, you know, there might be some recency bias uh, going here, but it was about 74% voted for Brady in this poll. Uh, would you agree with that ranking there, Drew? Is it weirder to see Tom Brady not in a Patriots uniform? For sure, man. I mean, Joe Montana was the face of the Niners, but he wasn't the Niners. Like the way that I think Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick were the Patriots, um, and I I want to say too that Brady was a a Patriot longer than Montana was a Niner. Too. That's very po- I think it's been like twenty years. It's been twenty years that Tom Brady has been a Patriot. Maybe twenty two actually. You might be undercutting it there a little bit. Good lord, that's a long been- that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, uh, so people voted for Brady. So what we're gonna do is loser walks in this one. So now we are gonna find out who is the professional athlete that moved on to a different team, uh, wore a different uniform. Who looks the weirdest in this one? So the next one uh, that we're going to go with here, uh, Tom Brady stays, Joe Montana is out. Tom Brady up against Dennis Rodman as a Dallas Maverick. Uh, That's a bizarre look right there. Because when I think Rodman, I think Pistons, I think Bulls, I didn't even know he played for the Mavericks for a while. Like that's a, a crazy look right there to see Dennis Rodman with the Mavericks. What do you think is weirder? Brady with the Bucks, Rodman with Mavs. So we are we talking about generally speaking or are these photos? Because Tom Brady's face looks just so doofy that it <laughs> perfectly matches that terrible Bucks uniform. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. <laughs> okay. I I oof, man. That's a tough one. It may be Rodman. You think Rodman? You think Rod- I mean it it looks weird but it I mean Brady without that blue jersey is it's it's strange. Here's the other thing too. Rodman played more than just like the Bulls and the Pistons. Like that's Brady is associated with the Patriots. You know what I mean? So it's almost like eh, that's weirder that he's not with them rather than Rodman who bounced around the league a little bit ended up at the Mavs at some point. Hmm. <sighs> It's tough. We got to come up with a decision here. And if you guys want to vote on the Facebook live feed, go ahead. Or you can text your vote 440-37-DRUNK. Let us know what you think. Brady in the Bucks or Rodman with the Mavs, which one is weirder? 
I I got to be honest. I got to go Brady with the Bucks. Ah shit! You're gonna go Rodman. I was gonna say I'm gonna go Rodman. <laughs> so we accomplished that. Nothing. This is a great game, Mike. It's <laughs> going so well. <laughs> All right. Well, no, that's fine. If you think if you think the better answer here is is Rodman, um, you know what what is it about it? Is it just because it's the Mavericks and that's a weird wait? Have Jenna, uh, your wife, is in the room with you. Have her be the deciding vote. Rodman. She, she got bored. She left. Okay. Hey, Jenna. <laughs> Or two. She says two. So that's, that's All right, that's, that's Rodman. All right, Rodman moves on to the next round. Tom Brady eliminated from the game that I thought Tom Brady was going to go to the end ends, and I have to rearrange things on my side. Okay, Dennis Rodman stays. Tom Brady, no, loser, walks. That's Tom Brady on. That's fine. If this is easy no, for No, no, no. Here we go. Uh, Dennis Rodman versus Emmett Smith as a Cardinal. Emmett I was Smith just gonna after say Jeff is cheating here. He's he's reading your he's reading your cards, man. <laughs> I he's, saw that. He, Everybody's jumping in. LeBron James, John uh, John calling out LeBron James, Scott I calling out Jordan that. on the Wizards. Uh, who do we think out of these two, Rodman with the Mavs or Emmett Smith with the Cardinals? Which one is weirder? <laughs> David Johnson with the Texans. <laughs> 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 Thanks for that one, G. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm still sticking with Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I think out of the two, I definitely would have to go with Rodman on that one. Um, that's uh, Smith wasn't terrible with the Cardinals, right? Well, and also it was one of those where it was like he went there to die, basically. Like, yeah, it was it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, all right, I get it. Go ahead, play a couple more years, and then do whatever. Fine, goodbye. We'll see you later. Uh, all right, next one up. We have Matt Barr saying Hakeem with the Raptors. Don't get ahead of me, Matt Barr. Everybody jumping ahead. I've got relax, oh, relax on the game, people. <laughs> all right. So Dennis Rodman stays. Part to, to read ahead too. So sorry <laughs> for spoiling all this. <laughs> Emmett Smith. He uh, he loser walks in this one. So now we've got Dennis Rodman versus Jerry Rice with the Seahawks. Now Rice, after playing for the Niners, went to the Raiders and played for the Seahawks as well. Uh, I. This is weird to me because Seahawks are an in-division rival to the Niners. That's a very bizarre look to have one of your greatest receivers in your franchise's history playing for a rival. That's that's fair, but clarifying point was were the were the Raiders in between that or am I am I wrong? There? I think they were in between. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like that softened the blow a little bit. You know what I mean? Him stopping in Oakland for just a minute. Um yeah, I don't know. I hmm, that's a tough one because I still can't get over how weird Rodman just visually looks in that photo. It's just <laughs> weird, man. Like it just it just don't work. <laughs> All right, fair. Then we're gonna keep Rodman in. Rodman to the Mavs is still the weirdest thing we're seeing uh, out of this group. So, uh, sorry, Jerry Rice, you block Scott. Loser walks. Uh, let's go from one guy who went in division to another guy who went in division, and let's go Dennis Rodman against Brett Favre with the Vikings. Brett Favre also had a spot in between. He went to the Jets, sent a picture of his dong to a reporter, and then went to the Vikings. <laughs> That's all we remember about that time was he, he's sending dick pics left and right. That's how engaged he was with the Jets offense. <laughs> yes, that is. Oh, and Jeff saying, I'm so glad I discovered the show tonight. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that, man. Tune in. We're here every Wednesday night, normally at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, tonight because of uh, some craziness going on, 9 o'clock. But, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Keep tuning in. Uh, all right, Rodman 
versus Favre. Which one is weirder? I mean, dude, I can't help it. Rodman looks so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like Harvard, he's just trying to sling some football, man. He just he'll go anywhere. He'll he'll play for the the Jets, the Packers, the Vikings, your pickup team in the farmyard. Like get them get them jeans on, baby. We we got a football game to play. Now that he found that copper tone, copper fit, he's he'll he's ready to go anytime. <laughs> That's fair. And again, I think if he had gone from the Packers to the Vikings, it would have been more of a, a shock rather than having the stop in New York in between. So I will agree with you on this one. Rodman over Favre in, uh, in this one, this next one, we're going to leave this up because this is uh this is a twofer. I found this picture and this is definitely a twofer picture. So we will take the left side of the picture first and then go to the right side. Dennis Rodman with the Mavs or Hakeem Olajuwon with Toronto. So I'm going to go ahead and be honest, man. Uh, you should just put this up on both sides because either one of those beats Rodman. <laughs> Like both of those are so weird to me. It is I didn't know crazy. when I first saw the picture, I didn't even realize Hakeem Olajuwon was in there because I was just staring at, at Patrick. You were like, "Why is Ewing with the magic?" Right? I know this is when I looked for when I looked for this. I saw this picture. I was like, "How the hell is uh, they're both both of them together in this?" This is the craziest looking picture I've ever seen. This is one of those that I feel like we go back to later on, and it's like. Did this ever happen? And it's that weird thing with like the Berenstein Bears. Uh, what is that effect? The Mandela effect. People are going to be like, you remember when Ewing, Ewing played for the Magic? It's like that never happened. I swear to God that never happened. Definitely didn't. The good news is we're not going to have those issues anymore that we have Wikipedia. <laughs> Unless it gets the COVID. But I think it'll be all right. Um, yeah, this is – oh, it's bizarre. Well, and like when you first ran this segment by me in our, our very lengthy pre-show prep – um, I thought you were talking about we were just going to make shit up. No. And if we hadn't had that conversation you started here, I would have literally thought you made this shit up. I was like, <laughs> wow, Mike, that's some really impressive Photoshop because it, it this is bizarre to me. Seeing either one of these dudes on those teams does not – it does not make any sense. It makes me feel really uncomfortable actually. <laughs> I would just like to unsubscribe to this feed, please, and thank you. Uh, all right, fair. So, so Hakeem – uh, as the Raptors and Ewing with the Magic, that is going to move on in our our fighting here. But now we have to decide which one, which one moves on to take on the uh, the penultimate uh, crazy player who shouldn't actually be with the team that he's on. I think it's got to be Ewing with the Magic, right? That's the weirdest look. Yeah, and and again, if we're gonna go back to my like visually, what looks the weirdest? Like, what is happening with that man right there? Is he having a fart that just turned into a poop? Like, <laughs> what is going on with his facial expression? <laughs> All right, Ewing moves on. Yeah. Ewing versus Michael Jordan with the Wizards. This is the uh, the craziest, weirdest uh, look. So who, do, which one of these looks weirder, Ewing with the Magic or Jordan with the Wizards? I got to say, there's nothing weird to me about Jordan with the Wizards because that is a situation where Jordan retired. He got sick and tired of people talking shit and thinking he wasn't that good, that others were going to surpass him. He was like, all right, y'all motherfuckers like this, I'm going to come up and show you what's up. And then just pow, <laughs> as like a five-year-old just came in and dropped a hammer on the league. Like, yeah. <laughs> That doesn't look weird at all because that is Jordan being Jordan, and he just happens to have a Wizards jersey on. 
Like he was, he would have gone to any team just to go and drop, you know, whatever 45 or 50 it was at one time he had the high point game. Like I, he wasn't great, but he was no schmuck when he was playing back then. What's weirder Jordan with the wizards or Jordan with the bulls wearing number 45. Cause that was pretty weird when he came back and they wouldn't let him have 23. Cause they were like, Oh no, it's retired. And he's like, yeah, but it's retired cause of me. They're like, nope, nope. Sorry. It's retired. He's like, great. I'll wear 45, I guess. Because that's what I wore when I played baseball. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, <laughs> It's Michael Jordan, dude. <laughs> All right, well, I think we have our answer then. It's Patrick Ewing in the Magic's uniform is the weirdest, craziest uh, sports icon going to a different team that we've ever seen. Like, yeah, are we, just, We're in agreement, right? The Magics, so I, I did invent that, that team. Blame that on the Irish death, bro. Uh, there were some some honorable oh. mentions, things that I did not. I wish I would have thought of. Uh, John uh, Scott pointing out Ewing was also with the Sonics. That's pretty weird. John saying Chris Mack with Louisville. That is pretty tough to see uh, going from the blue to the red. Uh, and then Jeff and uh, Scott both pointing out Shaq with the Cavs. That's a a weird look too. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, but it was so awesome. <laughs> but that's another one where like Shaq. Like what's I mean Shaq? Who do you associate Shaq with more, Magic or the Lakers, or the Magics? It might be the Magics. He might associate more with the Magics. I associate him. I associate him with Shaq. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Scott saying Ewing with the Sonics was weirder. So Ewing with the Sonics or Ewing with the Magic? Which one is uh, the weirder combo for you? I think Ewing with the Magics. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. Boyle back in. Uh, good friend of the show, Brendan Boyle, saying, hey, you fuckers, I'm back. Welcome back, Boyle. Glad to have you back on the feed. <laughs> it's hey, been... play the drop. Uh, play what drop? The explicit drop. Oh, well, yeah, okay. All right, we can, we can do a little. There it is. <laughs> Jeff and Matt both pointing out Shaq uh, to the Suns. That's another weird one. That was one of those that it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. That's a bizarre. It's so strange, man. Uh, but Ewing with the magic is weird. Yeah, it's, dude, it looks so weird. But again, maybe it's because it's the magics. It is the magics. <laughs> the magics. Uh, I, uh, Loser Walks is brought to you by MyBookie. Use the promo code 12OnSports and get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12 on Sports Radio and then put that knowledge to good lose. What are you sending me here, Drew? <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can get you to, <laughs> to trip up here. Oh! Yep, it worked. It sure did work. Uh, be sure to tune in all the gambling shows here on 12 Outs and put that knowledge of practice on my bookie. Be sure to use the promo code 12 on sports to get the bonus. Uh, you can find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12OunceSportsRadio.com. I don't know what you'd be gambling on at this point, but uh, you can gamble on something, I guess. Uh, marble racing. You could gamble on marble racing. <laughs> Y'all want to get down with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's... If I see you stuff on here, will it show up? Uh, no, I think it's just going to be your camera. I don't think it's actually going to show... I, I guess you could do... Uh, you I could... Yeah, switch it and show your... You could show your... Um, 
your desktop and if you want to oh that's aggressive man <laughs> i'm on the desktop right now we I did think... have some swift sightings but... i gotta be honest i feel like everybody has seen the marble race at this point uh boy wants to know yeah. if we can bet on classic sports on espn <laughs> i gotta be honest if someone figures out a way to do that that's at all feasible i mean I'm totally fine with that. The one thing I almost bet on was that Trevor, uh, Trevor Bauer wiffle ball game. I almost bet on that. Did you watch any of that wiffle ball game? Uh, you sent me the link afterwards. I didn't get to see any of it when it was like live, but you could actually have put money down. No. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could have. There's a lot of degenerates out there that would probably take that bet, and you, you could place your bet at my bookie. I don't know if that was on there. Uh, yeah, I would have bet on it if I if I knew ahead of time. Uh, but, yeah, Trevor Bauer hosted a, quote, celebrity uh, wiffle ball game where he got a bunch of MLB and minor league players that were still in Arizona, uh, and they played a, a wiffle ball game like five on five game and they raised money for stadium workers who are out of work because of the coronavirus now it was entertaining as hell man it was super fun to watch are you reading something did i i catch you off guard there no i i went to mybookie.com to see what there is to bet on and you can bet on esports oh shit ain't no shutting down the rocket league ain't no shutting down the overwatch league of legends People know this stuff. So. Is this the uh, is is this the beginning of the esports like emergence? I know it's been catching steam and ESPN showed. Is this finally its time to shine now that there aren't any other sports to watch and or bet on? Oh my god, dude! New segment, right? Every week, we just we we bet on esports. <laughs> All right, you use your money to do it because I don't know shit about it. Uh, Matt Barr saying Korean basketball league is back, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boyle says people call him crazy. I think this 80 USA hockey team can hang with USSR. <laughs> Boyle know what the hell he's talking about. I tell you what, Boyle, I'll give you a goal and a half. John also thought the the uh, light blue marble had it the whole time. That was his bet the the whole way through. I literally bet the dude I was talking to on a call. I was like, my money is on the blue. You got, you got that action. <laughs> he did not understand what I was saying. And good for me. Cause I was wrong. <laughs> well, people are resorting at this point. Like I saw dudes that had, uh, they had simulated, uh, games on Madden and on like mm -hmm. NBA 2k. And they just like, were betting on the outcome of the simulation. Uh, it went so far that the Washington post actually did a, quote, what might have been 2020 bracket. And they ran through simulations. Uh, they they picked teams based on a bunch of different bracketologists. They seeded everybody and then went through and figured out who could have won the tournament. It was really disappointing to see how this one shaped out on their side because their final four was Ohio State beating Dayton 80-64 to 64, and then Baylor beating Maryland 72-58. That was their final four. And then their national championship was number five, Ohio State, winning over number one, Baylor. If that was really March Madness, how much are you breaking? Oh, I. it would have been over. If Dayton gets a friggin' Final Four appearance, I would I would lose my damn mind. Dude, as, as a Xavier fan, uh, was this the best possible case scenario for, <laughs> for us? Yes. Yes, it is absolutely the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> it was great to see. Clearly not sing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it was great to see uh, Dayton completely uh, ruin that in, that amazing season uh, and also erase Xavier's terrible season. Yeah, but the worst part about it is they lost that last game right before this all like shut down. So like technically they were out of the bracketology. So we couldn't even pretend to be like, yeah, we totally could have extended our streak or hung a banner or whatever. We don't know. We don't know. We have no idea how that would have shaken out. You don't know what happened in the in the other tournaments. How yeah. bizarre was that? What was that last Big East game that everything was like canceled and there was just one Big East game still going on? Uh, it was like the second half when no, uh, was it Creighton? Yeah, it might have been Creighton. It? Like everything, every other tournament, every other conference tournament was done, and it was still like one half of Big East basketball to play before they canceled the rest of the tournament. And they're just like, well, might as well play this one out. <laughs> like they at that point, why don't you just call the kids in and just be like, guys, look, uh, this shit's done. Like you're wasting your time here. <laughs> Boyle is saying there's a Stone Cold Steve Austin beer. Have you heard about this? I feel like Tavor.com would have it if there was. I'm blown away by this Stone Cold beer. I feel like this is something I need to research really quickly. Also, is it a beer that you have to drink two of and slam together and then chug? Yeah, also, it was Xavier's dumbasses losing. That was the last game of the Big East tournament. That hurts. That hurts bad. No, it wasn't the last game. There was one more game after that. Dude, I'm looking right at it. No, there was one game after that. There was one game in the afternoon the following day. Xavier lost... Wednesday night, and then Thursday there was one game left. St. John's game. That's it. That was it. That game didn't happen. So yeah, it happened. I watched it. The Big East liars. (laughs) Yeah, I am calling the Big East liars. Uh, The integrity of a college sporting. (laughs) Stone Cold has a beer. He he partnered with El Segundo Brewing. The name of the beer is Broken Skull IPA. Uh, it's being called quote one badass beer. Holy cow! That's amazing. Why do, why do I know that brewery though? That sounds familiar. El Segundo has done quite a few beers. Uh, in the wait, Scott saying that game was called at halftime. I could have sworn I watched the second half of that game. How much bourbon had you had, Mike? I mean, it was a lot. It was the middle of workday, so I had I had had a lot of bourbon. So, uh, you know. You can blame it on that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it still cracks me up when I'm flipping through like my TV guide and it's and there's things that say like uh like Xavier versus DePaul. I'm like, mm, no, that's not right. Dude, that is so disappointing to see that where it's like, oh, here comes a, a no, that's not sports. It's not real yeah. sports. Yeah. And that's then you great. get faked out because then it does show those like ESPN classics. Yeah. They've started flipping it now, and it doesn't always say, like, the previous year. So, yeah, you get tripped a little bit. <laughs> Rude. Not just despicable. There's been some uh, – I think this could really uh, – the silver lining. I'm going to go Captain Silver Lining about this whole thing, uh, the whole COVID-19. There have been some really cool things that breweries have been doing to last through bars and restaurants being shut down. Like here in Cincinnati, there there's two breweries that I know of, Listerman and uh, Sonder, that, that are doing delivery. You call up the brewery or send them an email, order the beer. Sonder is delivering the same day. Listerman is delivering the next day. Madtree has an a, adult ice cream truck that they're driving around. Kind of defeats the purpose of... Uh, of you know separating from people, but they're just parking on streets and being like, "Hey, we got taps. You guys want to come hang out?" Like, 
You can just drink here. Who's got a drive-thru? Ryan Geist has got a drive-thru <laughs> set up. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer, for chiming in. order ahead. Yeah, see, she, she knows what's up. Where is Ryan uh, Geist's drive-thru? Because that brewery does not seem set up for a drive-thru. Also, should we really be encouraging people to drive to the brewery and drive away? Because Ryan Geist will put you on your ass real quick. Ah, they're not giving you like open containers. It's probably you call you call up and come and get a sixer, right? If I'm going out into public and having to drive to Rheingeis, I ain't waiting to crack one. Okay, <laughs> stress is real. Right you now. got you got a road pop. You got, you got a road pop coming. I got a dad, I got a dad road pop. Road dad pop. <laughs> road dad pop. Road uh, dad road pop. No, pops from dad's road. So what we need to do is capitalize on this and get started a GoFundMe because I think the show needs a kegerator. <laughs> I'd take a kegerator, right? Those shits are expensive, man. I looked that up today. Do you know that? I when when we redid the basement, my wife was like, "You can get a kegerator once you do all the the tile work." And I was like, "Great!" And then I did the tile, and I was like, "I don't want to spend any more money." It was a genius move on her part. It was so genius because she knew I wasn't going to want it. She she knew that. Yeah, I mean, listen, Mike. The, these women that put up with us, they ain't no dummies. Tabari is saying even he knew uh, about Broken Skull IPA. He's also a wrestling fan. Is that going to be weird? Are you really intrigued about WrestleMania uh, in front of no crowd? Yeah, because I can bet on that. <laughs> Would you want to bet on WrestleMania? Dude, do you understand what's happening right now? I haven't put money on sports in like three weeks. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that normally we would be into my, like, listen, okay, some people have 401ks. I have March Madness parlays, all right? <laughs> and, like, I ain't getting shit right now. Just for the record, folks, if you want to come in on this, uh, you know, this, this, this fund will start here. My rate of return last year was 47.3% in the first weekend. So while everybody else is worried about their, their Roth RRAs and their 401ks tanking because the economy is going to shit. You're just pissed because you didn't, you didn't double up in your office pool at March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, to be, to be honest, RSs ain't retiring. So who gives a shit about a 401k? I won't be working until I drop dead on a keyboard somewhere. <laughs> so I might as well have fun with the little bit I get to play with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Plus, plus for me, it's not even really about the money when I bet on sports, about being able to wag my finger in Vegas's face and be like, I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> uh, Tabari pointing out that uh, WWE has been running shows with no audience on TV since last week. It's been as weird and interesting as you'd think. Uh, I did watch the uh, the first one, the SmackDown. I didn't watch... The one on, I think it was Monday Night Raw, where Stone Cold came back because it was 316. And apparently he was just like shouting his like, the, yeah, okay, I was cool with Stone Cold when he was like Stone Cold and he was the the jean shorts wearing crazy white guy. But then he like came back and did that weird what thing, like where he, he would yell something and people were like, what? But he did that Monday night with no crowd, which was a way to commit to the bit. I'm very impressed that he committed to that bit. So wait, but they didn't like at least pipe in uh uh like stadium noise or like play. No, like, it was like stadium. one camera guy just responding back to him. <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome. I'm gonna have to look that up. So I and here's the thing, like look, I don't want this to be reality, but playing these games without fans is actually kind of cool sometimes. 
So, like, a lot of times in Europe, you'll have soccer matches played without any fans because that team's fans are a bunch of douchebags and don't right. know how to treat humans decently. But it's super cool because you can hear everything the coaches are yelling. You can hear what the players are saying to each other. You can hear what the ref's saying. So I was actually kind of intrigued to see if, like, that – Not again, I'm glad we did what we did. But if we get to a point where we bring back sports but we hold fans back for a while, that could honestly be cool because, again, I think we said this last week, every game will be an all-access game. Yep. Yeah, you. Yeah, I. I'm also on board with that. I kind of like the idea of being able to hear the on-field chatter. Being, yeah. it's it's why I I like the XFL. Which, by the way, are you doing okay, man? With the XFL suspending their season, are you okay? Are you are you hanging in there? Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed because honestly, I it, it was great football. I enjoyed it. Was, it. I enjoyed watching when I did watch, uh, which was sometimes because hashtag kids. Uh, but family and like more to live for in life than. <laughs> betting on sports and watching TV. <laughs> but I did like the ability to like, I loved how they had the coaches. Like you could hear what the coaches were telling the players. You could mm-hmm. hear the audibles. Like that was, I, I think we need more of that in sports. So maybe this does give us some, some interesting things to, uh, to get through. Simply put, it was very entertaining. I think <laughs> is what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I, I hope they come back. I don't know why they wouldn't. I think it was very successful. I had heard that they hadn't drawn less than a million views on TV, and it looked like you heard that right here on this show last week when we talked about it. What? Oh my god, that's such great hard hitting analysis. (laughs) Talking about you know media market size, talking about you know the economics behind sports, but also doing it in a fun, relatable way for fans. That sounds like a fantastic show. Sounds like a great show. Something you should tune into like every week, Wednesday, eight p.m. Eastern. That's right. Hell of high water. <laughs> Even when we got to self quarantine and we got to do it via Skype, and it's dude, I got to be honest, this is super weird. This is very strange to not have somebody well, so in the studio Because like the whole show, I've had I've had my tablet up over here because I can't see you. Right, 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 right. Looking at myself because I'm an ugly fucking dude. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like glancing off off screen, but then I'm like, well, they can see me looking over here. <laughs> yeah. We'll work through it, though. We'll it's, get there. It's weird, but we are going to get there. I also need to figure out a way to get multiple Skype callers going at one time, so that way we can get John back on here. Joe's That's season right. is canceled. Joe can hop back in, like if especially if we're going to do it this way. He flat out when I was like, "Joe, hey, uh, since you know, since it's canceled, like, what's up? You going to come back?" And he was like, "No, nah, I'm going to stay in my apartment." <laughs> no, I think the best part was I had a, I even asked you about it at one point. I was like, "Dude, I just realized this." This means Joe can come back, and I want to. I want to pull up. I'm trying to find where you responded because the delivery was so point like spot on. It was total Joe. Although, <laughs> oh, here he goes. I just. It's the shortest conversation ever. Does this mean we get Joe back? Ha! I asked him about that, and then you screen cap where Joe's like, <laughs> "Good chance I'm not leaving my apartment bubble." <laughs> And I respond, ha typical Joe. End of conversation. Yep. Well, that's that's the thing. But now if we can do it this way, uh, because we are social distancing and the and we are uh, setting a good example for what everybody should be doing. Uh, maybe Joe will chime in via Skype and we can get him on here. But if we can get Joe and John and you, like this could be, we could have a whole roundtable going on. That'd be fantastic. We oh we're gonna get crazy. <laughs> See, this is all this is all that's happening really is we're we're being forced to adapt and evolve quicker as a species than we would have otherwise, and we're gonna be no different on this show because we're gonna be able to benefit from this when we get back to normal too, right? Sure, yeah, we can do that. Because uh... 
Trey Watson's beautiful face staring back at us when we interview him the next time. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. All right, let's talk about this beer from tonight. We were uh, This is Last Call brought to you by Tavor. If you guys need to stock up your beer fridge, be sure to use the code 258023. You can get $10 off your second order after ordering from Tavor. All the beers from the show come to us from Tavor. They are a fantastic company. Uh, so if you need to find beers that you can't find in your local bottle shop, that Boyle isn't stocking for you, be sure to hit up Tavor. Use the code 258023. This week, I was drinking Quilter's Irish Death from Iron Horse Brewing, uh, 7.8% ABV. That's not a stout, not a porter, not a strong ale. But damn, is this beer good. I can't wait for you to be able to have this one, Mookie, because it is fantastic. It is so smooth. I should have come. It's You should have come and pick it up. Like It's worth the risk at this point. It's, it's a fantastic beer. Also, it's been a while since I've gone through uh, two 16ers in a show. But here we are, and uh, yeah, Wait, yeah. Wait, well, you know, that's that's how we got to do it sometimes. Uh, morning recovery will help me out tomorrow. <laughs> You're at home with the whole fam tomorrow for the first time too. So, <laughs> how was your uh, your founders all day IPA? Did it? Was, it? it was quality. It was quality. You know, considering I gave uh, not your your dad's root beer a five, I, I should probably bump this one up to a four seven five. <laughs> Founders is reliable. It's delicious. It's light. I, I I cannot wait for us to get a little bit more into summer and drink these things by a campfire. It's going to be fantastic. So, oh, that sounds amazing. I hope we get to sit by a campfire soon. That sounds great. Uh, this has been Last Call again, brought to you by Tavor. Again, use the code two five eight zero two three. Get ten dollars off that order. Uh, Drew, this has been interesting, yeah. man. I mean, we yeah. did it. We did it. We. We did what we wanted to do. And here's the impressive thing. Uh, this is like, I don't, I normally don't like NFL free agency. I don't really care about NFL free agency, but like we did an entire show on NFL yeah. free agency and dudes wearing weird looking jerseys. Yeah. We pulled it off. Thank you for time. <laughs> we'll get more stuff by next week, you know, cause by that point, sports will start to kind of figure out what the hell the future looks like for them. So we should have some stuff to talk about there. Like, do they cancel the NBA NHL regular season? You know, all that other stuff. So we'll have, we'll have some stuff to dig into. Uh, we won't be as worried about the mechanics of the show. No, well, I'm always going to be worried about the mechanics of the show, dude. I'm always freaking out over here trying to figure out how to deal with all this shit on this board. I can't handle it. I don't like, I don't like, like talking and dealing with this part. Like I need to, I need to just do one thing. Yeah. I need to, I, I need to do one thing, drink and talk. That. That's two things. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> hey, let's let's give one last shout out to that Coulter's Irish Dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, it, uh, with everything going on, with as crazy as this world is, is Vegas shutting down the weirdest thing? Like that's got to be the weirdest thing, right? Yeah. Out of everything. Disney World closing, like everything being shut down. Vegas shutting down has to be the weirdest thing. I mean, you, you know stuff's bad when organized crime is taking it seriously. Exactly. What a yep. fantastic way to end the show, Drew. I'm not even going to. Yep, this is this has been a hell of a show, man. I, I appreciate you setting up your own studio in your house. Thank you to Jenna for helping out set up that studio, making it look fantastic. Oh, she gave a little whoop whoop. I don't know if you heard that, but <laughs> I didn't. she's excited. I did not. 
Uh, this has been an awesome show. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for sharing out the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, there's been a lot of new people that I saw on the stream this week, so thank you all. Uh, please tune back in next week. We'll be here again uh, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. And please, please be safe because we cannot afford to lose any of you, man. Like, we're holding them by our shoestrings by our viewer count. Like, desperately need y'all to stay alive, all right? Yes, exactly. Social distance, stay home if you can. Uh, take care of yourself. Be safe. Be healthy. Uh, be sure to tune in to the show. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Craft Sports. Subscribe on YouTube. We do the shows. I also have a fun idea that I'm going to start doing uh, that I'm going to start posting on Instagram. Little teaser there, but be sure to check out our Instagram. Subscribe at uh, follow us at Craft Sports. I'm going to start doing some uh, beer exercises since my gym is closed down. So I'm going to start doing some beer exercises on Instagram. Uh, so hit that up. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you guys get your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Podbean. We're everywhere. So hit us up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace out. Good show, man. It worked out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.